Welcome to Open Door Playhouse. I'm Ann Cooper, standing in today for the wonderful Bernadette. Support for our theater podcasts come from listeners like you. Your donations help keep our plays on the radio stage. So please, consider donating to our podcast. In Theater 24, we have Awake, written by Brian C. Petty, starring Sonia Alar as Woman 1 and Ann Cooper as Woman 2, directed by Joanne McKee. these things. Don't you hate these things? <laughs> they don't bother me. It's like a wedding or a, I don't know, a bar mitzvah. You just do them. Rite of passage and all that. Someone dies, friends and family show up in black. They cry a little, laugh a little, say goodbye and go get something to eat. Yeah, but why do we do it? A gal's gotta eat. No! <laughs> Asshole. The rest of it. We are compelled when the unknowable happens, we need to fall back on something knowable. It's an elaborate way of saying this person meant something to us. Hmm. When did you become a philosopher? <laughs> now keep in mind, I held your hair back while you threw up in more than one stop-and-go parking lot. <laughs> Do they even have stop-and-goes anymore? There's a few. A lot more 7-Elevens. Oh, I can't imagine throwing up in a 7-Eleven parking lot. <laughs> that was probably part of their business plan. That's a smart move. Let's clean up. <laughs> I fucking miss you. <laughs> Why does it take something like this to get to see you? Mm, you know, life. Mm, life. <laughs> this is life. The other stuff is just in between. You realize you're at a wake, right? Well, it's true. Well, inadvertently ironic as well, but still true. <laughs> <laughs> I miss you too. Hmm. Oh, look at all these people. There's people I haven't seen in 20 years. We went to grade school with some of them. Huh. Mm. Is there anything more terrifying than someone who knew you when you were nine? If you invited all these people to a party, none of them would show up. The only way to get them all into the same room is if someone croaks. <laughs> I would have blown off a party, too. Just thinking about making conversation is making me tired. Who needs sleep aids? Just contemplate forced social interaction. You'll be out by 7.30 every night. Oh, you're a real people person. I like people. Uh, <laughs> Some people. Mm -hmm. Okay, a few people. But I prefer to speak to them one at a time, when I feel like it, which is rarely. Why don't we see each other more? <laughs> oh, come on. You know the rules don't apply to us. Six months can go by. We can pick up a conversation right where we left off. Six months certainly does go by. So does a year and a lifetime. <laughs> oh, hey. Remember when we both got detention for wearing black eyeliner? Yes, we were so fucking edgy. <laughs> oh, remember when you moved out on that guy and hid in my apartment for a month? Yes, Rick. Ooh, I did not like him. You only dated men you didn't like. <laughs> uh, uh, I think I see him over there. Oh, crap, really? Uh, no, I'm fucking with you. Ow. <laughs> I always believe you. <laughs> That's why I do it. Oh. <laughs> Ooh, remember when you had that receptionist job and I called you and pretended I was a quiet talker who, who really had problem understanding direction? I mean, <laughs> how do, what is an on-ramp? I don't know what <laughs> you... was 20 minutes of my life I will never get back. 20 minutes less boring work you had to do. I suppose I should thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> oh, remember when we got high at my <gasps> wedding? Yes, we did. <laughs> Under a gazebo in the rain. 
what were we thinking? We were thinking we might die of boredom. <laughs> that was an act of pure self-preservation. Hey, that was my wedding. Oh, and it was beautiful. The food was great. The color scheme was gorgeous. The band played impeccably. And your husband's family was so boring, they made me want to beat myself in the head with a centerpiece until I lost consciousness. <laughs> they, they were exceedingly boring. <laughs> but, but you brought the weed with you before you even met them. Oh, I like to be prepared. <laughs> oh, remember when you were a lesbian oh. in 11th grade for three weeks? Mm -hmm. Yes, yes, I do. Best haircut I ever got. Small price to pay for good hair. Yeah, probably should have kept it. <laughs> the hair or the lesbianism? Both. What? Yeah, it turns out I was right those three weeks. What? <laughs> Why didn't you tell me? That would mean I'd have to tell myself. And besides, I'm telling you now. You were married for, like... 17 years, three boys, no regrets. It's okay. It doesn't matter now. What do you mean it doesn't matter? Of course it matters. That time has passed. No, it hasn't. Yes, it has. I told you, it's okay. You still have the rest of your life. Look around you. We're at a wake. If you ever needed a signal, this is it. The green light is flashing in your face. You can be whoever you want to be. And I will love you, no matter what. Thank you for saying that. Don't thank me. Do it. You're the most courageous person I have ever known. Why are you even hesitating? I'm not hesitating, and I'm not being a coward. Just realistic. You're giving up? Just like that? Sweetie, when's the last time you saw me? I don't know. What's the difference? Think about it. Is this about us not seeing each other enough? Come on, you know we always catch up. It's not about that, I promise. Think about when you saw me last. Uh, it was on your deck. You were lying on a patio chair with a blanket up to your neck, even though it was like 90 degrees out. You had a big floppy hat on and sunglasses. <laughs> you looked like Meryl Streep after a bender. <laughs> and you were drinking something, something, something gross. And sure. Huh. We usually drank mimosas. <laughs> Why were you drinking and sure? You were too skinny. You looked withered. I wanted to hug you, but I was afraid I'd hurt you. Why would I be afraid? I I told you... I was the most courageous person you'd ever known. And you said... I don't feel very courageous. And then I cried in the car on the way home. Oh, my God. And then I went to your funeral. I remember. And I remember thinking... How much you hate these things. Yes. Why are you here? To see you. At a wake? At your wake. My wake? Oh, no, no. This cannot be my wake. There's too many people here. You were more well-liked than you knew. Well, now I know you're full of shit. <laughs> God, I missed you. I missed you, too. But I don't know if I'm ready to join you. I can help you with that. Oh, can't we just go get something to eat? Are you hungry? No. Oh. Something must be wrong. I am always hungry. We can still eat if you'd like. Where? Through the wall. On the other side. Can't we just hit a red lobster? No, honey. What's it like? Through the wall. Oh, clouds, harps, cherubs with halos, gentle classical music playing softly in the background. You're fucking with me again, aren't you? Totally. <laughs> oh, thank Christ. 
<laughs> that sounded more boring than your reception. How could it possibly be boring with you there? Without wheat? Oh, <laughs> we might be in trouble. You ready? Is anybody? Valid point. Wait a second, wait. I just want to look around a little. <laughs> Trying to figure out who blew it off. Damn straight. Once we go, it won't matter as much. You see, that worries me. Will I change? I've always just been me. Even if being me meant being an asshole. Oh, you can still be an asshole. You promise? I swear. What if you're fucking with me again? Only one way to find out. Wait a minute. Are we going up or down? More like out. I'm glad it's you. You were my best friend. I am your best friend. Come on. Whoa. <gasps> Holy shit. Oh. Holy shit. Holy oh, shit. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Our plays are produced by Bernadette Armstrong, and our sound tech, designer, and mixer is Hal Contrell, and he's pretty wonderful. We like him a lot. Our plays are recorded at ES Audio Services in Glendale, California. Thank you. <laughs>